Happy Sunday to everyone. This is the Sunday Grid Healing Call, the two-hour show. Thank you all for being here. And uh, we'll see what's going to happen as Terry is uh, still in a state of recovery. <clears throat> if she's going to do live channeling or not, time will tell. Anyways, I just want to tell thank you all you guys for volunteering for the lines. And, and I really want to somehow try to promote this group a little more. I think it's maybe not too much, but maybe, maybe. Um, I just think more people should be aware of what the information coming through and how it, they're trying to help us, God is. Oh, well, that's very kind of you. Really? Welcome to the Sunday call. Would you like to say your name and location? Hello, Hello Judy. Hi. Jackie, it's Hi, Jeannie. And Jeannie. Hi, Jeannie. Hello. Welcome. There were some others that called in. Would you Hi, like Jackie. to say, say your name and location? Hi, Jackie. <laughs> Hi, everybody. <laughs> Hi, Jackie. Hi, Jackie. Anyone else like to state your name and location? Welcome to the Sunday call. Would you like to state your name and location? Hey, it's Bonnie in California. Hello, Bonnie. Welcome. Hi, Welcome, everybody. Hi, Bonnie. Hi. You need to see it. I think I'm going to do that. I'm going to do a little box. Yeah. And if you just joined in online through BBS, happy Sunday to you. We'll be starting here in just a moment. And as usual, this is a simulcast with a conference call. Every time you hear a ding, that's another person calling in on the phone. Welcome to the Sunday. I'd like to state your name and location. Don in Northern Ohio. Hi, everybody. Hello. How are you? Hi, Don. Welcome, Don. Hi, Welcome Hi, Sunday call. Would you like to state your name and location? John from Las Vegas. Hello, John. Morning, John. Hi, John. Welcome. Hi. The Judy greeting again? Yeah, that's me. Hi, Judy. Hi. I'm learning your voice. Yeah. Is there a way to get on VOIP for these calls? There is. And I think Wynn knows the details. I don't know the details of oh. that. Oh, did you do that? Say what? Are you on VOIP? Do you use y Yes, I, yes, I am. But that's, that's, that's like the moderator uh, VOIP. There's also oh. one. Welcome to the Sunday call. Would you like to state your name and location? Only if you want to. We welcome you. Just the same. It's also one for uh, non-moderators or whatever? Correct, correct. You know where I would find that? No, 
we need to give you that information, I believe. Okay. And, uh, Welcome to the Sunday morning call. Would you like to state your name and location? Good morning, everyone. It's Eminem in Nebraska. Hello, Eminem. Good morning, Eminem. Hi, Mike and Mary. <laughs> nice to have some candy on the call. Okay. <laughs> and 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 uh, Don, there is a chance if you Google how to VIP as participant at uh, preconferencing.com, you might be able to find the information. Okay. I'm on VIP too, and I really love using it. I can hear so well on it. So how, how do you how do you do it? How do you? I do don't it, know. Judy? I don't know how to tell you. Um, uh, Wynn guided me through it so that I could get right, on it, right. and. Uh, I just don't remember. I don't remember the details. That was a while ago, and I don't remember how to tell anybody to do it. It's a free download. It, so I know that. It, I think there's a link. There's, if you go on to freeconferencing.com, there is a link. Free conferencing? Is that what you said? Right, right. That's the company yeah. we, we oh. free conferencing. I think it's, there's a link that you click on. I'm just trying to think which one it is. It's going to have to be real simple for me to do it. It just, uh, oh yeah, that does say that on my computer here. It says a free conference call, uh, hd.com. If you click on support, Click on support and then um, right hand side of the page, click on VOIP dialer. Someone else joined in. Happy Sunday. Feel free to say name and location. Yeah, this is John again. I got knocked off. Welcome oh. back, John. Hello? Hello. Hey, man. All right. I'm here. Okay, Gary's going to sleep, and she's going to come in for the healing list. Okay. Okay. So. Yeah, let's see. So yes, we are live on BBS Radio, and thank you to all of you listening in on BBS. Happy Sunday to you. Ben, do you want me to start the recording? Uh. Yes, please. Okay. All right. All participants are muted, and they can unmute themselves. And today, this is June 5. Here we go. The recording has started. This is June 5th, 2022. Win in Sedona and Terry sleeping. And... Uh, in just, just a moment, we are going, normally we do a live channeling on Sundays, but Terry hasn't been feeling well. She's, I think I found the key for her to get better, and, and we're doing it. We'll give you a report. In the meantime, she's sleeping, and she'll be in for the healing list. And last week... Um, we re we did an epic replay 
I think it's one of the most important replays we've done, or one of the most important calls we've done. And uh, I get nervous about it because um, we, you know, normally we talk to Ra'an, which is a combination of the Elohim group and the Ra group. And Carla Ruckert is the premier channel for the Ra group. In the 1980s, she did a series of channelings over three years where Don Elkins asked questions. And Don Elkins was a very bright guy. He was a PhD at the University of Kentucky. And Jim McCarty was the third person present and holding the energy. And he was, I guess, maybe a scribe, so to speak. And, and the rock group said that all three of them needed to be present to do a session. And they called their work LL Research because they approached it like it was research, an investigation. And Jim McCarty asked some of the deepest questions about the Ra group. And they explained that they had physical bodies on the planet years ago, on the planet Venus, many years ago. And Venus went through an ascension cycle where 20% of the population graduated and went to higher densities. And they chose, you know, keep in mind, everything is free will. And... um there's nothing anyone has to do. They have to choose it every step of the way. You know, sometimes people think it's like a conveyor belt, and it's not. You are creating your life. You are the creator. And the sooner you take responsibility for that, the faster you'll evolve. So in any case, 20% of the population of Venus graduated, and they chose to, to work together as a group to help other planetary populations graduate. And Earth is one of their, how should we say it, chosen groups to work with the population of this planet. And um, they explained in the raw material a lot of the various things they did while they were on working with Earth, including an intervention 10,000 years ago with an early life of um, Edgar Casey in Egypt 
where they manifested light bodies that people could see, built the pyramids by, uh, I excuse the word levitation, but it's not the right word. They created them out of nothing. And that's how advanced they got after their physical 3D embodiments on Venus. And as most of you know, I got into all of this when I was I chosen to write the reincarnation of Edgar Casey, and I am convinced that David Wilcock was Edgar Casey. Uh, he was. He's not this lifetime. He's manifesting differently. He had the option to. And when I when I discovered his website in the year 2000, he was putting up all these channelings, and I recognized the wisdom of his channelings, and and his extreme resemblance to Edgar Casey, and many other factors. And I decided to write the book mainly because of the wisdom. And David believed he was channeling the same raw group that Carla Rucker was channeling. And um, But he was bringing through different kind of information than Carla and Edgar Casey. Okay? Either, it was different. It was more wisdom. And uh, I suppose he could have gone in many directions, but he didn't go in a direction after the book was finished. He didn't want to be Edgar Casey. He didn't want to do channelings. And um, he went in the direction of talking about ETs and conspiracies. And this is the free will thing. People do people choose what they're going to do. And then in the middle of writing the book, and here's where it gets kind of far out, um, I have a new personal relationship who starts to channel unexpectedly. And she would stop whatever we were doing and tell me, those guys want to talk to you. And I'm having conversations with this intelligence that um, identifies itself as the Council of Elohim, which is one of the words for God in the Old Testament and the names the Mormons use for God. And I asked them, are you the same Elohim? And they said, part of the same. And I said, why are you talking to me? And they said, you're like a cosmic midwife. You know how to bring these things into the world, and you don't have ego about it. Well, I didn't believe them. I had no idea how to bring it into the world. And not only that, I didn't even know if they were who they said they were. How do you, how do you become certain of a voice talking to you through another person that says there's something? How do you know you're not being tricked? And at the time, I said to myself, if this is true, it will have to prove itself to me. And so over the next few years, it did. And we had 
the most amazing information starts to come through. And then we had miracles of synchronicity. And then we had people taking pictures of me with pink lights all around me that they said was them. And, and plus, they were totally congruent. In fact, they have been congruent for 20 years that we have been communicating with them. And now it's just kind of commonplace for the people who are regulars on the call and for Terry and myself. And I, uh, commonplace is not the right word to use, but it's, it's kind of like when it first started, it was like being in <laughs> a fantasy or a science fiction movie. It was so wild. And now we just kind of live in that space in our human bodies, okay? Then about, um, so we're talking to the Elohim group, and then about six or seven years ago, they made an announcement and said that they joined with forces of the Ra group to help serve our group better. And the Ra group had certain things that they could do that the Elohim couldn't do. The Elohim was more powerful than the Ra group. They were higher than the Ra group. But they didn't have the experience of having bodies in this realm. So their wisdom was vicarious. The Ra group graduated from this realm, and they had the wisdom of what it took to graduate. And so when we would ask questions, they would go back and forth. The Elohim will answer this, the Ra group will answer this. And again, it was like uh, <laughs> going into a zone where, how can this be real? How can these two major group souls be talking to me through Terry, okay? And eventually I said, okay, uncle, it's got to be true, and they are who they say they are, and it's happening. And the quality of the information was always amazing. And then in September of 2021, on a Sunday call like this one, I was I did something I had never done, and that was at the beginning of the call. I started. I asked, "Would it be okay to ask questions of the raw group directly about certain things that would be relevant that only they could answer?" And I got an okay on it, and I started talking asking them questions about life on Venus and how did they how did they graduate? In other words, it's a major accomplishment to graduate this realm. And 
we have the Ra group helping people, helping us. And they explained that on Venus, they had a group soul that was helping them and that when they graduated, the group soul that was helping them went a notch up in evolution because they helped them. And I've learned that the process of evolution, when you think about it, is amazing. We're all evolving. We are all on a track together, whether we know it or not. When we know it, we go faster. This group on these calls, I think, knows they're on that track. The people that come regularly, they can feel the energy of it. It's hard to explain. It's not an intellectual process of knowing something. It's an inner knowing. And as you evolve, you will tend to pull everything around you up as well in your in your own trajectory. And as you help others, you move up faster and you pull them up faster. And uh, and it works that way on the cosmic level, just as when Ra was on v Venus and they had a group soul helping them, when the Ra group graduated, that group soul became higher, went to another level of learning and evolution. And so I played part two, part one, last week of the Ra on Venus call, and we barely touched the surface of it. And then I played the following week, which was in September. 12th, 2021, I did the replay, Ra on Venus, part two. And um, the thing that's so astounding about this call is that it explains the Christ energy, the Christ consciousness, like it's never been explained before. And, you know, of course, we all identify the Christ consciousness with the being Jesus who had a life here in this realm. And that he did something which is somewhat mysterious, which earthlings have interpreted as him being the son of God, okay? And... uh that he was here to save us, okay? And in a very indirect way, that's true. Except 
we're all the son of God. We all have the one infinite creator in us. But we don't all know how to manifest it. And he was able to manifest it. And uh, he never said, I'm the only one. He said, these things I do, you can do too, and much more. And um, this group has the Christ energy in it. And that causes people to have a great love for each other, which the people who are our core group have. Not because of anything I did. It just developed. And and I've learned it's because the Christ energy is here. It's in between my words. It's, if you feel it, comfort and a peace on this line keep coming back because you'll learn about this energy so uh, let's see it's 10:25, and i'm going to start this call at the place of the channeling and uh for the first m- minute in the first minute I'm going to have to fast forward it till we get to the channeling. So if you hear a jump around, that's why. And then we'll end it when we come to the healing list for last week. And then we'll go to the healing list for this week. So just a moment. This is September 12th, 2021. And the one thing about time moving so um because it's so huge, until you come to the calls for a while, or you study our sessions, you'll miss... Uh, so uh, do we have a question? You ready? Well, okay. let me call in the I'm light. not ready, okay. but I'm ready to get ready. <laughs> mm-hmm. Your phone sounds good today, okay. and I made sure Terry's phone was charged. I know. One of the things about Terry, one of the, one of the things they said about Terry is she has one foot in heaven and one foot in this realm. Right, and, and sometimes the there's more over there. <laughs> yeah, and so she doesn't, uh, sometimes she has trouble keeping track of things in this realm. Right. <laughs> to say the least. Yeah. But that's okay. Yeah. Um, okay, can father, we mother, uh, just take a really short, short break? Short, real short. Okay. Very short. Okay. Right. Don't don't mute okay. yourself. Don't mute myself. Is it okay with you? I, I assume it is because you're here. That we ask some more questions following the line of last week. You may ask. Okay. All right. It was said that there was a group of beings on Venus that had um, connected with a group soul that was doing a similar role on Venus as the Ra group is doing now on our planet, okay? 
It was and not such. It was not um, particular in a way to Venus. It was nearly centered in Venus and spanning out to a number of planets, solar systems that were being open to the material and seeking evolutionary growth. Mm -hmm. And you said a number of planets and solar systems. Was this all in the Milky Way, or did it go beyond that? It was mainly in the Milky Way and reaching mm-hmm. out as a centralized location from Venus. Mm-hmm. But there was where desired contact appeared or was potential reaching out to those of any location who would be open. Mm-hmm. And now at that time, you were in bodies, and you had to travel. Not exactly. Well, in, the, you... in Venus, we, we did have bodies when in Venus, yes. Later on, yes. we yeah. appeared as light bodies. So you were in bodies, but you were able to travel as light bodies when you had bodies. After graduation. Yeah. We but I mean, were you, were you, were, able you graduated to but you, in you, light bodies. But you were still in physical bodies. You were still in physical bodies at the same in time? In Venus, yes. In Venus, yes. We were on the, the, the wheel of reincarnation, as you term it. So when you traveled, you didn't need to use spaceships. Is that correct? We did use spaceships. Before, at one point, we when we were physicalized in Venus, we did use spaceships to move to people physically to other planets. Mm-hmm. Later on, and... after graduation we were able to use light forms, projections of spaceships. Mm-hmm. And when you say after graduation, did you that no longer have bodies? After we assumed our group soul formation. Uh-huh. Could you do that while you were still in a body? We were in a 
body in Venus or in a planet we would go to and visit. However, after graduation, we formed as a group soul as to, to be, to be here. We are weighted with the Wild group and the Elohim group. And we did come in with Carla, and you can go to the Law of One and this series on the internet that Jim and Don and Carla put together with the Law group, and you can listen to Carla's channeling, to Don Elkin's questions, uh, and we have brought you much information. Uh, do you have questions? We're talking to Ra'an now, correct? You're talking to Ra'an with an aspect of um, the... Elohim on the line, uh, waiting in, uh, in case uh, there is a question that they also may address. Thank you. Thank you both for being here. And um, is it okay with you, I assume it is because you're here, that we ask some more questions following the line of last week. You may ask. Okay. All right. It was said that there was a group of beings on Venus that had um, connected with a group soul that was doing a similar role on Venus as the Ra group is doing now on our planet, okay? It was and not since it was not um, particular in a way to Venus. It mm-hmm. was nearly centered in Venus and spanning out to a number of planets, solar systems that were being open to the material and seeking evolutionary growth. Mm-hmm. And you said a number of planets and solar systems. Was this all in the Milky Way? Or did it go beyond that? It was mainly in the Milky Way and reaching mm-hmm. out as a centralized location from Venus. Mm-hmm. But there was where desired contact appeared or was potential 
reaching out to those of any location who would be open. Mm-hmm. And now at that time, you were in bodies, and you had to travel. Not exactly. Well, in the, Could you? in Venus, we we did have bodies when in Venus. Yes. Later on, yes. we yeah. appeared as light bodies. So you were in bodies, but you were able to travel as light bodies when you had bodies. After graduation. Yeah. We but I mean, were you, you, were, you, you graduated but you, in you, light bodies. But you were still but in physical bodies. You were still in physical bodies at the same in time? In Venus, yes. In Venus, yes. We were on the, the, the wheel of reincarnation, as you term it. So when you traveled, you didn't need to use spaceships. Is that correct? We did use spaceships before, at one point, we when we were physicalized in Venus, we did use spaceships to move to people physically to other planets. Mm-hmm. Later on, and after graduation, we were able to use light forms, projections of spaceships. Mm-hmm. And when you say after graduation, did you that no longer have bodies? After we assumed our group soul formation. Uh-huh. Could you do that while you were still in a body? We were in a body in Venus or in a planet we would go to and visit. However, after graduation, we formed as a group soul, as the group soul before us had taught us was possible. Mm-hmm. And what planets in our solar system were populated at that time, and did you visit them all? The planets are all populated. However, the forms of consciousness there are not physicalized to the um, human specifications as you are familiar with. Mm -hmm. As I recall, in the Edgar Cayce readings, it was said that when we die, um, we go. Some of some people, when they die, they go to other planets. 
but they don't go in physical bodies. They're in the outer energy fields of the planet to learn things. That is, is that accurate? true. That is true. With mm-hmm. some individuals who need that as their next stage in evolution, in connecting with the light. Mm-hmm. So, um, when that happens, can we go to any planet in the solar system? Or are there certain ones that we would tend to go to? They would be directed to planets that had the necessary density of light to resume their evolutionary growth. So, did some of them go to Earth at that time? Was Earth populated in that period? Yes. And there were various um, civilizations on Earth that were open to the evolutionary potential teachings of um, our group that would be available <coughs> for the further lessons we could offer. Mm-hmm. And how many years ago was that? 30,000. 30,000 Earth years, yes? Yes. Was there a population on Venus 30,000 years ago, physical Venus? Yes. Okay. And is there any residual historically on our planet of those visitations? Give us a moment. We are adjusting our contact. Would you repeat the question? Is there any historical references in present time to those visitations? Yes, but they were later adapted to the later story lines of what they meant. Mm-hmm. And we know you visited Egypt 10,000 years ago. That was an yes. interesting visit because um, it was both indicated in the kind of indicated in the Edgar Casey readings, and it was also indicated specifically in the uh, Carla Rucker material. Yes, and also it is indelibilized on the population memories of the Egyptians, certain Egyptians at that 
time. And prior to the Egyptians, you had visited, I believe you visited Atlantis, yes? Yes, we visited Atlantis, other, um, others visited Peru. Uh, there was another group. There are a diverse group at that time of sojourners that had been moved to Earth to resume their density experience as they had been on other planets and had not made graduation. Mm-hmm. And did you visit Moo as well? Moria? Moo was taken over by another adverse group of aliens. We did have contact with Moo before um, the takeover, but once the takeover uh, like Orion takeover, we um, were uh, in our free will uh, application of material. We were um, not welcome. Mm-hmm. If the Lemurian population was cohesive and could have countered the Orion takeover, would it have worked? Well, this is a hypothetical question because the elite were able to be charmed uh, and moved into the sphere of influence of the Orions. Mm-hmm. And there mm-hmm. was another group, too, that was vying for control. It was a very advanced civilization, and its fruits were coveted. How many years ago was Lemuria? We see 50,000 or so, more, or mm-hmm. to 100,000, uh, and, and it developed over time, had very advanced technology, lighting that lit up as you needed it when you walked in a room. Um, There were very spiritual, advanced knowledge also for those who had ears to hear and eyes to see. Mm -hmm. Now, in Edgar Casey, 
when they talked about Atlantis, they talked about the children he talked about, or you talked about, the children of the law of one and the sons of the wild. Two opposing we groups. We were able to administer to those of the law of one and spirit light forms to appear when they would call, even though we were at times in another body, we had a group that was instructing us. It would teach us these techniques. I am Ra. Mm -hmm. And what happened to the group Oversoul for Venus that helped you open up to the, you called it the Christos energy, I believe. Yes? Yes. Yes. Mm -hmm. That was what it was known by in our expansion to other planets and in Venus. And what happened to that group? Are they still around? I am Ra. There are remnants of that group, although it is moved into different names. Um, remnants on this planet, or in the we've been remnants of this planet in some one form. We administered uh, to the abolitionists. Mm-hmm. Now, when when you were doing all this, you were not directly relating to the Elohim group, as I understand it. Is that correct? No. No. We came later across the commonalities between the Elohim group and our group. In the cross questioning of when free you. Mm-hmm. Now, how is it that we could possibly be doing such a huge kind of collaboration? Um, which is Do not question what is happening as it is 
Well, I believe it. Okay. I believe it. Um, so what planets in our solar system were you working with? Were you working with Mars? E. We worked when called Mars had a destructive war and people were left without survival options in their soul bodies and their spirit, soul, spirit complex. And we, they called to us and we moved them to Earth to resume their life. However, the guardians were messing with them and moving their um, DNA an attempt to um, normalize them with life on Earth. Um, some of it was done by the Anunnaki. Was the Anunnaki aware of the Ra group? No, not so much, although some, they were uh, of a different origin. Mm -hmm. And when you, you talked about moving Martians to Earth, right? Yes. Martian souls, yes, that were able to be moved. Can you explain how do you move a soul from one place to another? I don't expect I'll understand it, but I thought I would ask the question. They are able to be moved in light form light form um we search for the word receptacles for vehicles uh, for moving that they are able within a light form transmission body to be moved from one space to the next. And a special group of our bar leaders and helpers 
of this technology to take them into a light body form for transmission and then moved from one location GPS to another acceptable open coordinated area and then oriented in light body body um, hologramic movement to be able to move into their hologram converges with their new location and so oriented, released, and they did that, always know what had happened, but they were able, if done correctly and coincidentally with uh, their needs, to be able to pick up a life in the new location of the new planet. Would they be, like, released into the astral of the planet? And yes. Then they would, they into the location of the planet that was amenable uh, to their uh, picking up the remains of the, and reestablishing their life connection with the new location. Mm-hmm. In moving a soul, did you move many souls at the same time, or did, was it a one-at-a-time process? We moved many souls, but the right body would be, the transmission uh, vehicle would be manned by an individual, and they would take perhaps 10, or if there was a group that was um, coincident, um, working together, um, connected vibrationally, then they would be able to take more than one at a time. And usually they would do it group to group. Mm-hmm. Were there times when, if there weren't enough bodies, more than one soul would occupy the same body? Well, this is um, a question that, in a way, is backwards, because there are um, situations where multiple souls do occupy uh, one body. However, this is a different kind of situation than we are talking about. It is usually because of a distortion that has happened in the field of the um, participating bodies. Mm-hmm. And did you 
Did you have a, uh, did you work on the planet Malbec? That oh, was another whole situation as the planet, when it exploded into asteroids, put the population into a ball of terrified non-operational soul complexes that were glommed together and unable to move. So this was not workable for a long time. And some of the individuals eventually began to isolate out and were able to be moved. But it, it was a long time before anyone was able to emerge from the terrified glomming group. Mm -hmm. Well, well, Maldek was a populated planet and a functioning planet. Did you have yes. a, a team there working with the population or part of it? At the time? Are you asking? Yes. At the time. Uh, we were aware of that, and the group that working with us was aware of that. But we did not have personal contact. Mm -hmm. We heard the calling after the explosion, and it was uh, very difficult to establish further, more detailed connection. Mm -hmm. In the reincarnation of Edgar Casey, there was one comment there where, let me see if I can quote this somewhat accurately, where he would be surrounded by a team of beings from the Ra group helping you to... Uh, um, grow, and depending on your dedication to service, and you're reaching out to be a service, that you would find support from the Ra group or the members of it. Um, do you recall that? Wait, wait. That? Could, you, could you start your question again as we got lost in the middle. Okay. There was, in one of the Wilcox sessions, it was indicated that you will be, as you go on your spiritual path, you will be surrounded by a group of, uh, I forget, I think, a group of our, you know, a number of our group surrounding you and supporting you. Uh, something it like is to David, is that correct? Through David. Is, is that, could you explain that more? Is that accurate? 
We do not wish to uh, do the secondary look at things. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, if we go through our planets, how about the planets like Uranus, Neptune, and Pluto, the more far-out planets? Were there beings on all those planets? Are there beings at some density? Yes. 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 Did you? They are you a different form yes. than human. Are they physicalized? Or are they in the astral of those planets? We do not. We have difficulty with the question as the form uh, was neither physicalized nor in the astral, but were functional in the operation and administration of the planets. Mm-hmm. Now, each, each of the planets has a being, like Earth is a being. Is that is that true? Each of our planets in our solar system has a being? It has an administration of many beings in case of the case of Earth, there is a administrator uh, called Mother Earth, a nurturer and a decider and a modulator and a helper and a, and a Regulator. So it's a team. No, that is the function of Mother Earth. Mm-hmm. How about our sun? What about your sun? I mean, does it... The sun have an administrative team of sorts. Uh, I am Ra. The sun has a group administrating and Assisting, yes. Mm-hmm. Now, these these groups that are administrating these huge planets, did any of them ever come up from having bodies and ending up in that position, 3D bodies? No. No. Did any of them come from the angelic realms? They normally came out of, emerged out of the 
star bodies, the uh, solar systems, the uh, the uh, universal galaxy bodies. They emerged as subgroups. I see. Okay. Now, thank you we so much. We need to adjust. Uh, we miss Carla, and this channel is not as coordinated, organized, or good as Carla. We need to organize and tune better, and we need, as part of the tuning, to indicate I am when it is us answering. Okay. I wanted to go on to one other topic, which is of great interest, and um, at least I'll start it. Maybe we'll finish it on another time. But I wanted to talk about crop circles. And in one of our sessions... Crop circles... Go ahead. The crop circles were made, created by the Rod Group. Do you want to confirm that? There are different sources of crop circles. There are subgroups that have delved into crop circles and experiments with communication via crop circles. We do, our subgroup does not do all of crop circles. However, there are subgroups that do some of the crop circles. I am... Well, uh, a question would be, uh, are, are all the creation of crop circles, except ones that were made by humans to trick people, are crop circles from service to other groups? There are some that are service to Others and, for instance, our subgroup, but there are imitators where there is an audience of service to self that has come in. Can you share? We're not talking to the subgroup that made the crop circles. No. Can you can you share 
how they were made. Molecularly, um, all at the same time, um, holographically inputting the knowledge to the stocks to bend in uniform. It is a hologramic um, input with electronic molecular uh, orientation of the spin of the um, input of into the molecular um, con- the consistency of the molecular structure of the wheat or the crop. Mm-hmm. And how many how many entities work simultaneously, approximately, to create a crop circle? Very strong can be. Three working together. Mm-hmm. And it would I would be three influencing uh, the um, and, and um, making a hologramic impact upon. An area of wheat, say, very fast. Mm-hmm. And what was? The, I, I mean, I think I know the answer, but let me ask it. What was the purpose? What is the purpose of these crop circles? It depends upon the creator. One purpose of our subset would be to wake people up when a particular catalyst is in Play. I am Ra. Thank you. And so they were, they were symbolic. Am I looking at them? They were symbolic uh, to wake people they up. Contain um, message for those that can see and hear and receive. Mm-hmm. And I am. I believe. Wow. I believe most of the crop circles were made in England. Is there any particular reason why England? The orient 
orientation of certain groups towards comprehension of the phenomena. Mm -hmm. English English people, you mean? Pardon? People who live in England, certain groups, you mean, of embodied humans in England that would be sensitive to that phenomena. That could be reached, yes. Now, that is our group only that we speak of. Mm -hmm. And then other groups had other intentions, of course. I am La, yes. Yeah, I'm probably using... correct. Using the notoriety that the Rod Group was the Rod Group the first group to create crop circles? No. And can we know who was the first group to create crop circles? I um well we see this question is not necessary as it is a procedure that has gone very far back in time beyond Earth's memory. Current memory. Mm -hmm. Okay. Well, I think we're about to go to our healing list Closing question is, now that you're talking to people, and people are listening to you, and there's an indication, as I recall, that if someone would want your assistance in something, that they can call on you. Yes? Yes. Yes, we are available when people call we can hear we can see your light um we are having some trouble coming through this um, instrument in that she does not want to infringe on any uh, of the uh, 
uh, protocol that he has been set up previously, uh, but we need to say I am raw to properly tune to each response. I am raw. You did that Thank also you. with you did that with Carla Ruckert as well, yes? That is correct. Yes, I read the raw material. I see so that was part of tuning to to, to say yes. that. Yes. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yes. Mm -hmm. It is in each case to properly tune each response. Mm -hmm. Did I ever work on the other side with the raw group? The raw group worked with you, whereas, however, you did not look at it as from us. You were majorly connected with the Elohim group. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, we're going to close this session. Would you like to say anything in closing? This is I am Ra. This is a major event to open communication in a time when all assistance can be given as asked for as people are waking up now some of them I am Ra. I thank you so much for coming in and trusting us and giving us this amazing understanding of the, you know, added understanding as to the manner in which the universe works. And um, would the Elohim like to say anything before we close? We are able to sit back and observe and be available when needed. Thank you so much for helping to hold the energy. And um, where, does Terry need to take a break? Yes. <laughs> okay. Okay, this is the real win.
in person on Sunday, November 24th. And I do believe if Terry's up for it. Sorry, June the 5th. (laughs) You're as bad as me, okay? June the 5th, right. How did that, how did I say that? Um, I thought that was an extraordinary session. And, you know, as I listen to it again, it makes me feel that uh, we should talk to them again. And um, find out the kinds of things we can ask for that they can specifically help with. And you guys probably noticed, but I'll point it out, the the manner of Terry's speech was different on our normal channelings. And I do think that they were working with Terry in a similar way that they worked with Carla Rucker, in that they were feeding their words to her directly Whereas the Elohim seems to send concepts and pictures to her, which she has to turn into language. At least uh, somewhat, rather than getting words directly. Did it sound that way to you, CJ? Yes, it did. Yeah. You could definitely feel the difference and how more precise Terry's language was when we were talking to them. So... Um, if you listen, if you listen to the original raw recordings with um, Carla Rocket, um, she spoke very, very slowly, and I think Terry spoke a little bit quicker than Carla. Mm-hmm. But they indicated Carla was easier to work through. Okay. And yes, Ter- Carla and- was in a deep trance, wasn't she? Yes. And Terry yes. in an awakened trance state. Yes. Um, and I'll tell you, when we do something like that, we there was one time years ago that the Ra group came through Terry. And I didn't ask for them, but I was 
facing a situation personally that they said they came through because they could assist better than the Elohim would be able to assist. And I was very mistrustful when that happened because I always think something might be coming through that is maybe going to trick me or try to fool me. And uh, and I said, well, I'm just going to test it and ask questions. And I was satisfied that it was, in fact, the Ra group. At least I thought it was. And, you know, I think Terry has an anxiety. Is this okay? Because you learn to trust the source. First it was the Elohim, and then it was Ra'an. And even when Ra'an came through, I said, do I trust this? And I said, I'm just going to ask questions and see how it goes. But I did it publicly. It's one thing to do it privately. But if you do something publicly, you can't take it back. And I took the chance. I took the chance here, and it 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 seemed to resonate very much with the frequency of the rock group that came through Carla Rucker. So, as you all know, we go do our healing call. Hi, are you there? Hello, Hyes. Yes, I'm here. Listen, um, what I'm going to do is see if you can find one of my songs to play, like The Reason Is To Love You or something like that. Okay. And, you know, when I was traveling and writing songs, I wrote songs at all different kinds of levels to try to learn how to reach people. And some of them were quite amazing. I, I mean, I'm sh I used to think I was semi-channeling, and I probably was. Come through, like, the reasons to love you or everything you touch becomes a part of you. Um, and... Um, if you can find one of those songs and play it, and I will see if we can get Terry online as we do the healing list. And if she doesn't feel up to doing it, we'll do it as we did last week, which I thought was very beautiful because we opened up the lines and we all made comments to the person who was making a request. And some of you have made very helpful comments, so I appreciate that. And um, let me see here. All participants are unmuted. Did... Somebody's got their speaker phone on. <laughs> A bit of an echo. In any case, were you all able to follow that session? 
You got it? Yeah. yeah. Uh, I'll ask the question again. Were you all able to track that session? Okay. Yes, yeah. right up to the end where you said it was November something. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> well, you were tracking that I was screwing up, right? Logan, you love to point out my mistakes, okay? But that's yeah. Okay. I don't, your point is? I don't mind. I don't mind. I, I don't mind either. You're okay. welcome. Okay. Hey, you fix computers, don't you? Uh, yes. Can you do it remotely? Um, yeah, I, I mean, I can help people over the phone, and sometimes it kind of depends. You've got my number, don't you? Yeah. I mean, some some people can take over a take over a control of a computer, and sure, it's like a demon possession, only different. Yeah, you can do that. Yes. Yes. Okay. Okay. Well, let me try you on it, and and some people in our group might need help. Um. Oh, your group needs help, that's for sure. Of course, that's why they're on the call. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you're in this realm, if you're in this realm, you need help. Okay? All right. Well, we'll talk more. But, Heise, while you're playing a song, did you? are you ready yet, Heise? Did you play yes, something? I'm wrong. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Heise is going to play one of my songs, and then... I'm going to set up with Terry, and we'll be back, and I hope, by the end of the song. So, here we go. Hang on a second. All participants are muted, and they can unmute themselves.
wandering in the desert. You want to try your first question? I almost died of thirst. I stood behind every man who was trying to be first. I've had a million faces. I can mute you. Yes, I've had a million names. But my reflection has always been the same. Would you believe me? If I told you that the reason I am here is to love you,
Lynn, are you back? I cannot hear you if you're talking. So, you heard Lynn sing? That was a beautiful song, Hi. Hi. Thank you for being here, CJ. Oh, thanks, Hyde. I keep your eye out for uh, for uh, crop circles. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we 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 get them over here. You can unmute it now. Yes, you could win. I, I can't hear you. I saw you mute and unmute yourself on the console, but you're unmuted on the console currently. But he cannot hear you. Can you hear me now? Yes, we hear you now. Okay. I figured what the problem was. All right. Okay. I'm here with Terry, but she says she's coughing too much. But she's listening. And who knows? She may start. She may come in. I'll leave it her option. One time we did this on a Wednesday. And when she did the call, her whole energy changed and she stopped coughing. So you never know what's going to happen. So, Sija, so, uh, do you want me to call in the light or do you want to do it? Um, you can call in the light if you like. Okay. And this is a healing list, which we go through every... Sunday, and a lot of times people have something amazing happen for putting themselves on this list. Um, can I can I quick say, Vin, that I uh, hear our entire group that is just for a moment focus on Terry and send her love and light. We greatly appreciate you, Terry. Here in this now, lots of love and light to you, honey. Yes, we love you, Terry. She's hearing it. <laughs> oh. <laughs> you want to say anything? Love you guys. She said, I love you oh. guys. Could you hear her? <laughs> yes. Yes. Don't don't okay. worry too much, Terry. We, we 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 miss you, but we want you to be well. So don't feel um, any pressure. Thank you, Ginger. Oh. <laughs> so, Father, Mother, God, we ask for the presence of the light, surround and protect everyone on this line, 
everyone on BBS Radio, and any negativity be taken to the highest realms of light and be transmuted for the highest good of all concerned. We see ourselves in the flow of energy radiating from the center of the universe through the galaxies, through the Milky Way, through the solar system, through the outer energies, fields of planet Earth, through our bodies, and into the center of the Earth. And right now, we invoke a group energy connection while maintaining the sovereign integrity of our souls, and we invite those sources that are positive, service to others, honoring the law of one, to join with us. And we create a protective space that only the positive has access to. Anything not of that nature must leave now. And I, I turn it over to Sija, who is going to go through this list. And we'll open the mics up, so keep, keep an eye out if there's echoes. We'll do, we'll do what we did last week, uh, but I'll take a, a moment of hesitation. So if Terry starts to talk, we'll let her answer through our sources answer through her. Otherwise, we'll do what we did last week and play it by ear. And uh, the way people get on this list, by the way, is we have a web page. And the way to get to the web page is inthelight.intelligent-infinity.com. Inthelight, one word, dot intelligent, ending in a T, dash infinity.com. And I turn it over to CJ. Thank you. Hi from Los Molinos. This week I worked for David Dusenberg in Chico. He became a Parkinson's patient about eight years ago. I mentioned the healing list and he responded by telling me he would like to be put on the healing list. So please support David as much as you can with his Parkinson's issue. Thank you very much. And over to you, Wynne. Thank you. Well, we know our sources are listening, and uh, even if they don't respond, uh, we 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 act on their behalf, saying, I'm sure they will look at David and see if anything can happen. It does seem to me that I've heard of some unusual alternative things that can work for Parkinson's, if I can remember what they are. And, uh, Hives, if you send me an email, 
I'll see if I can rack my brain and and uh, see what it is. And back to you, CJ. Thank you. John from Las Vegas, please put decentralized cryptocurrencies into the love light for massive worldwide adoption, for privacy, and for them to be used as a monetary system that is free from capital gains tax and free from surveillance. Please help decentralized cryptocurrencies become more accessible and easier for people to use and understand. Thank you. Well, I will just say that uh, I personally would add a bigger request that one way or another that the, the economies find a way to keep a float going. Many people are predicting a terrible recession coming up in this period of time, worse than anything that's ever happened. And just in following everything that's going on, it seems like that's highly likely and uh, if cryptos can save the day, wonderful. And in the meantime, psychologically prepare yourselves for what whatever may come. And back to you, CJ. Thank you. Hi, from Los Medinos. I am asking for continued healing for my swollen left knee. Thank you very much. And I'm sure they heard that. And uh, what's that? What is that? It's, it's, it's left knee. Swollen okay. left knee. All right, thank you. You didn't say anything? Thank you. Terry's listening, and I'm sure they're hearing it. If not directly through us, they're hearing it through Terry's ears. So, next question. Thank you. Gretchen Bickert from Mesa. Humbly asking the healing of myself and family members. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Gratitude and love. Thank you. You know, I wanted to mention um, something that I had discovered that I always knew about, but I looked into it more thoroughly yesterday for Terry. And there are two things which have helped people in miraculous ways. And I was amazed at the testimonials I read. Um, one of them is vitamin C, and it should be liposomal vitamin C, and it should be megadoses. And you should look up on Google vitamin C testimonials. And if you have a 
particular circumstance, put the name of your circumstance. And just to give you an idea of one of the things that came up that kind of was amazing is there was a doctor who had pneumonia and he was aware of the value of vitamin C. And it has to be mega doses. And he started taking as much as his body can handle every six minutes. And he did it for three days. I don't know if he kept up every six minutes or three days, but in general, it was very frequent. And in three days, his pneumonia was gone. And otherwise would have been a few months of, or a month of antibiotics, perhaps, uh, if it worked. And vitamin C works for some cancer. Look up vitamin C cancer. But it has to be mega doses, and it has to be liposomal. And there's one particular product that's kind of a liquid liposomal that I've been using with Terry, and we're just starting to experiment with it. And if anyone wants to know what that is, let me know. Liposomal vitamin C has a great absorption compared to regular vitamin C. And the only thing that approaches that is uh, IV vitamin C, which a lot of practitioners are using. The problem is you can't possibly, most people, most people can't afford to do that every day. It's usually $150 to $200 for a session. And um, liposomal vitamin C is supposed to be Various doctors have said it's as good as um, IV vitamin C. And back to you, CJ. You can get that through Dr. Mercola. Yeah. Right. I don't know if he has the liquid vitamin C, though, but he usually makes very good products. Thank you, Cecil. Thank you. Joe, New Mexico. I see all my prayers I have ever prayed that honored the free will and highest and greatest good of all come to fruition now. I see Mother Earth receiving all assistance needed to fully own her ability to control the weather systems herself. I see all negative brain rewiring stop and its effects fully reverse now. I call on the whole of the positively orientated universe to offer a continuous prayer for the well-being of our beautiful Mother Earth, our human family, our flora and fauna, and all the sentient beings. So it is. Thank you. 
Uh, I would Ken. like. Go ahead, Win. Uh, I was just going to say for Joe, the consistency of his focus for so many years has create, created a wave in the collective. And I thank him for that consistency. And I wish that everything in his own life runs smoothly. Thank you. And I'd just like to take this opportunity to say goodbye to everybody on BBS Radio. And we hope you uh, gained some insight and that this information has helped you. And God bless, and we will see you next week. And let me say, if you're interested in more information about our work, we do a lot of conference calls per week. And it's turned into a... Um, family, and you're welcome to come check us out to see if it works for you, because many people feel very disengaged right now from the world for what's going on. So I just want to give you my website, um, thespiritchannel.net, thespiritchannel.net. You can find the phone numbers for all our calls, and you can also find archives for 2,000 sessions we've done in the past. You know, many people get addicted in a good way to listening to this, okay? And back to you, CJ. Thank you. Ken Stockler from Mississauga. May Tino Serbanati from Thunder Bay, Ontario, currently in Toronto General Hospital in Toronto, gets the proper medical care. He has low energy and may the nurses and doctors get him proper help. Thank you. And I just say that we ask that our sources look over that situation and pay attention to all the people that are helping her so she gets the most caring and adept service. And back to you, Zita. Thank you. Alan from Keyport, New Jersey. Thank you again for allowing our group to witness the manifestation and change in those we care about, and also for causing the seeds planted in faith to germinate, knowing that an acorn will grow to be a mighty oak tree. I know I speak for all in expressing our gratitude for your love and kindness directed in the love light to Terry and Wynne. My desire is to know how to expand the hologram so that more will awaken to the precious gift you continue to offer. Thank you. Thank you, Alan. And, you know, 
it's going to happen, I suppose, in God's time. And it's one of those things that I feel I have a lot of personal responsibility for in making it happen by writing a book, more books and having more time and being more centered, which I'm working on to, um, to manifest in that way. But in the meantime, I've been paying a lot of attention to working with Terry and getting her well. So thank you so much for your care. And back to you, CJ.